Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book. I'm a registered dietitian. Now what? Where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Cassie Stockwell and Michaela Wright, both registered dietitians who own Mama's Maternal Health, a virtual nutrition counseling business specializing in pregnancy and lactation. Please enjoy my conversation with Cassie and Michaela. We'll have you say your name, your full name, or how you want to be referred to and what your title is. And then we'll go on to Michaela. All right. Uh, my name is Cassie. I am a registered dietitian and lactation consultant. Um, I am one of the co-founders of Mama's Maternal Health, and I focus on the um, infant nutrition aspect of our business. Okay. I'm Michaela. <laughs> Hi. I'm, <laughs> I'm Michaela Wright, and I'm from upstate New York, and I am the other co-founder of Mama's Maternal Health, and I focus on the maternal nutrition I'm a registered dietitian and also a lactation consultant. So, okay. Well, I I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. You are you two are my both my first lactation slash pregnancy consultant dietitians, and I this is an arena I know nothing about. Um, so I'm excited for you both to share um, what you do. But first, I would like to start with your journey to dietetics and to your passion of of this area of nutrition. So Cassie, do you want to start with kind of how you got into dietetics? Um, what kind of drew you to it? And how did you find this part to be one of your passions? Sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I guess for me, uh, when I was in middle school, I was diagnosed with um, a gluten and dairy intolerance. Um, so back then they weren't very, uh, they didn't do a lot of celiac testing as much. So I never was actually tested for celiac. So that's why I say gluten intolerance. It's a real thing. Uh, well, apparently some people don't believe it's a real thing, but it is. Um, and <laughs> you so live it, so you I know it. it. Exactly. <laughs> but um, so then I um, just got really interested in food and, you know, like before it's just like you eat and then that's, you know, it. you like foods, whatever. But then just got really into different components of food and how different foods affect people differently and different components of food affect you differently and how you feel afterwards. And so when it came time to choosing a major, I, you know, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but my mom was like, Hey, you really like nutrition. And she looked, um, she actually, and I didn't realize this until after I picked my major, but she had done like food science, um, in college and essentially Mm. the equivalent of, of the major. She just never went and got her um, RD certification. But, um, so she was like, this might be a really good path for you. <laughs> so I looked into it and immediately was like, yeah, that sounds great. And, um, applied to schools, um, and applied to schools with coordinator programs specifically, because I knew once I decided, I was like, yes, I'm going to be an RD. That was basically it <laughs> for me. You want to get it done. Yes. Mm-hmm. You knew. Yes. Very yes. good. Okay, Michaela. Now, did you now just now at school? Did you two meet each other at school? Is that yes. where you met each other? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, <laughs> Michaela, you're up. All right, my turn. So, um, similar stories. Um, I'm also gluten free, but not. I don't have. Really? I'm not celiac, but I do have a gluten intolerance, 
And I oh had that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Bonded via gluten intolerances. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but we both had it in a time where nobody believed us. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely was like, oh, you're just faking it. And it, I think that that's for both of us that uh, increased our wanting to be with nutrition. But for me, it's also some personal stories with I have a very close family member who um, struggled with anorexia as I was in later middle school. And the emotion behind food became very prominent. Um, and as a young you know, 15 year old girl watching a family member go through this. It is traumatic, but also you learn so much more about food than just, Oh, a balanced plate. Oh, this is a vegetable and it has fiber. Like it just becomes so much more. But then my mom was also diagnosed with type one diabetes, latent autoimmune type one diabetes when she was 45. So she was, she's very healthy. I mean, she exercises five days a week. She eats super balanced and she was diagnosed with this disease and she is of course insulin dependent. So I, that was in about high school and I again saw how emotionally connected food is to the human spirit. And that is how I went into nutrition because I've always been an emotionally focused person. And the science is great, but the fact that what we put in our bodies so much affects our mental capacity in space just really blew my mind. And I just really felt like it was a calling for me. So that's how I got into dietetics. So, wow. Well, it's interesting that you both have such a personal, I think that's interesting that you say that emotional connection, because I think a lot of times, maybe even as dietitians, we take that, we try to take that hat off and not mm-hmm. have that emotional side. But when you have such a personal thing, like both of you having that gluten intolerance and having family members mm-hmm. with kind of health issues, you probably are more on that emotional side, that personal side and what it does than actually that science side all the time. So For that's sure. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you both you met up in college. Who wants to tell that story? Cassie, go ahead, girl. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so it all started. No, <laughs> no, but actually, really, this is a really cute story. And looking back, it like makes me smile every time I tell it. So uh, we both went to Marywood University. We both um, wanted to do the coordinated program, but we met at our freshman like. It wasn't the orientation, but it was like the weekend before classes started and everyone, you know, gets together and all that stuff. And we, um, there was like some event and we were in the same like group or whatever. And we met some people and like, she had known some people from um, a previous event that she'd been to for Marywood and we were all hanging out. And then we bonded over something silly and she turns to me and goes, we should just be best friends. And I was like, yeah, we should. (laughs) (laughs) that's literally how it started pretty much it (laughs) did you both know that you were going into the same major at the time i think so i think we knew we were going to do nutrition um okay and but yeah i mean we ended up just all being in the same friend group um and then um sophomore year we lived together we lived together sophomore year junior year and senior year um and then we're also in the coordinated program together. There was 10 of us. So oh, wow. we got, literally we were together 24 uh, seven for the majority of our college career. <laughs> so we had and a lot of growth just... moments to go together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, like, I feel like the reason why we decided to have a business together is because 
like we joke around and say that our relationship has prepared us for our like future relationships, marriages, you know, whatever, because we have had to deal with arguments about who's taking out the trash, who's doing this. And like, but at the same time, like on a serious note, I mean, it's hard to live with somebody all the time. And with mm-hmm. dietetics, like career, we were in internship together and we were in class all the time. So we like our brains, if we liked it or not, it, cause it was not perfect all the time. We had to love each other through it because that was like, that's what we were like, dang it. Like, wow. So we just like, that's our friendship has gotten so like, We've gotten so close just because, you know, we're so together all the time. (laughs) I'm impressed because I feel like dietetics is kind of a competitive major too. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to still talk to, you know, your friend from college that you're competing for, you know, spots in a coordinated Mm -hmm. program and you're living together. So kudos to both of you because I don't know if I talk to my college roommates all that much. (laughs) Can, Can I just add one more thing? Sure. Um, so when like we're talking about competitiveness, there was definitely Cassie, what year did we do our um like health uh, cycle nutrition? What was it? Was that um, sophomore year? Oh, was it sophomore it? year. Yeah. Sophomore year, yeah. But we were both like sitting next to each other. And I'll never forget when we started doing maternal nutrition and both of us are like, oh my God, like we love that. And then like look at the other ones like uh like I wanted to do it, not you. And it was like this like <laughs> moment of like who's gonna do it? But then it was we're like, like sisters, you know, like yeah, sisters yeah, compete. Yeah, like, yeah. This is my thing. <laughs> yeah. So my thing. <laughs> but then, but then senior year, we were like, you know what? Maybe instead of fighting this, this was like a destined to be moment. And so that is when we decided let's do it together because we were like, instead of fighting that we enjoy the same things and that we are hard workers and, you know, work really well together. Let's just put our heads together and make this thing happen. So I just wanted to add that because I thought it was. A, yeah. Oh, seriously. <laughs> your, yeah, it definitely stuck out to you very early in your career, especially during your internship. That that's, that's what you both really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> did you did you have then great um, experiences in your internship with maternal nutrition and and health? Go ahead, Cass. Michaela. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> which whichever. Um, I guess so. I did. Me and Michaela actually both chose, um, especially towards the end of our. I was like the choice rotation. We went to a WIC clinic, and. Um, the, we, they had a, a lot of really good breastfeeding resources. Um, and I think everyone should go to a WIC clinic at some point during their, um, rotation because it hits so many aspects. It hits pregnancy, it hits, um, breastfeeding, but it also goes all the way up to age five. It puts you, um, like it lets you see a population that you might not see like in a hospital or setting like on a regular basis. Um, and, there's just so much, you just learn so much in that setting. I just think it's so important, but yeah, we both did that. And there was, they had a couple of really great women there that were super into breastfeeding and super into helping these women, um, figure out breastfeeding and all that stuff. So that was a, like, for me, that was a really good experience. And then for me, we also, both of us went to Guatemala for a missions trip and separate times. But, Mm -hmm. um, when I went, um, part of what that missions trip was, and it was through the new di- the dietetic program, is we would simply give prenatal vitamins to moms that were, uh, or uh, was it, it might have just been regular vitamins, but to moms that were breastfeeding or pregnant or 
um, in some way helping their infant. And in that kind of intimate environment, um, it's just the, the power that is Mm -hmm. feeding your, feeding yourself to feed another, like with other aspects of nutrition in our, um, internships, you see like a healthy diet and it impacts yourself. But when you look at nutrition as impacting you to impact the next generation, it's so powerful. And so I think that we both got a really good grasp on that too with mm-hmm. that missions trip as well. So, Wow. What a great experience to be able yeah. to have that. How long yeah. were you there? Um, it was only a week. It was only a week, but it was still super meaningful and powerful and all future RDs listening definitely take opportunities to travel and just see what the, the world we live in. So yeah. Very neat. Okay, ladies. So when you got done with your internship, did you, and I'll let Cassie start off on this question. Did you already start that you were like, we're going to start a business. We're not going to get a job. Like what was kind of your <laughs> thought process when you got out of your internship? So we finished our internship, correct me or wrong, I believe it was May 2018 is when we graduated mm-hmm. and then took our ID exam. Both of us took it over the summer um, and then, um, or like around that time. And then um, we both went straight into our master's program. So Marywood was super awesome. We got a lot of stuff when we were at Marywood. Um, <laughs> Marywood University in Scranton, Pennsylvania, everyone. <laughs> um <laughs> So we did um, almost, it was like a five year, essentially is what it ended up being. We started at the end of our uh, senior year and then finished it through that last, like almost as a fifth year to get our master's degree. So, and in that time we took a, um, we took a private practice class because we knew that we kind of wanted to go more on that route of counseling. And we were coming to the point where we were like, you know what, like, counseling is good. Like, and that's fine. Like we're, you know, like we're, we're both at the point, like, it's okay if you counsel and I counsel and all that. Um, but there was, um, this like private practice class and we both, I remember distinctly, I was visiting Michaela and I were sitting in her kitchen. It was probably midnight and we were like sitting there. We're like, I really want to do a business. And she was like, I really want to do a business. And we were both just like, let's just do it together. Like it just makes so much sense. And so then throughout that year, we worked um, in this private practice class, um, like for the first semester. And then we actually did a mentorship uh, a little bit as well with the person who taught it um, and basically just building our business. So we took that time to create a business plan and to learn about um, different uh, platforms and um, the ins and outs in business, um, especially specifically for dietitians. And then we went and we got our LLC. We went and did um, a like, CLC. Yeah, we did our CLC. Oh, and correction. I think I might have said lactation consultant. People definitely get really touched about this. We're lactation counselors, um, <laughs> but okay. working towards our CL, uh, our IBCLC, which is lactation consultant. So <laughs> just Ooh, that clarification you, there. Do you want to clarify that? Like, do you, would you mind just speaking sure. to clarifying the difference and what's yes. involved with getting that, those certifications and education? Yeah, definitely. So this is something that I've actually had a lot of um, conversations with some students with as well. But so the CLC, which is Certified Lactation Counselor, um, it's put on by, um, I believe it's like Healthy Children's Project. Um, and they do a... a week-long course. You're in a room with a bunch of other women that are trying to get the certification, um, learning about breastfeeding for um, eight hours a day for 
four and a half days and then you take the test and then you take this test and then you get the certification and then you have to do, I think it's 18 CEUs to go along with it. Whereas the um, IBCLC, so International Board Certified Lactation Consultant, is um, it's uh, it's a little bit more intense. So you go and you do you have to do ninety hours of lactation specific education. The CLC actually provides about forty five of those hours, and then um, you do depending on different pathways. Um, you can do it through a, a university program. You can do it through a mentorship or you can do it through work and you have to get, depending on each of those, um, but around it's around 500 hours of, um, lactation, um, I guess, internship experience, hands-on kind of a thing. And then at the end of that, you sit for, um, an, an exam. So it's like kind of almost like the RDA thing, but just pared down a lot. <laughs> Sure. And just the contact hours too then. Right. Are mm-hmm. part of it. Right. So you're both are you both are working towards that currently? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we have okay. the hours and or we have the learning hours and we need to get the the uh I guess contact hours, which we're working on through our business. So works out. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, do they classify um because your whole business is online. It's a virtual practice, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that will count. You don't have to have that in-person like contact hours, like virtual will count towards that. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's awesome. I think <laughs> probably back in the day, they probably wouldn't accept that, but I think probably. it's great that they're, they're getting that way. Yeah. Moving towards the technology. Yes. Yes. Thank goodness. Well, you'd <laughs> yeah. have to be because you both aren't in the same place. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That's why we, also another reason why it worked out because we were going to be so far away. So we're like, Virtual is the way to go, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so very interesting. So um, when it comes to, I know that a lot of people don't have that opportunity of having private practice classes and their masters mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and the mentorship. So I think that's that's amazing. Again, shout mm-hmm. out for your school because that's yeah. pretty awesome. That you offered so that. cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Michaela, how did you, what, when you guys, obviously you were living together kind of at that time when you navigated what the future looked like as far as your practice and being separated, how did you two determine how this was going to work? Hmm. Okay. I feel like that's a loaded question. All right. Well, so I, I give me a second to get to the end. Sure. So no, that's okay. Cassie was always very, very, very extremely focused on breastfeeding. Like she okay. loves the breastfeeding. And I was more on the, the nutrition for the mother, maternal nutrition. Mm-hmm. And so it became a, m- most virtual RDs are for one purpose. So if you like go on Instagram and you try to find like two, like a, um, a pair that is for a business. It's really doesn't happen o- often at all. But the reason why that we have it this way is because in our minds, infant nutrition and breastfeeding and maternal nutrition, although they seem similar, it's a completely different population. You're working, it's like basically like a pediatric versus, you know, the, the, an adult because mm-hmm. you're working with how the infant is fed versus how the mother is fed. So we feel like in order to give our clients the best care that we possibly can, having a dietitian, myself, focus on the maternal nutrition prenatally and postnatally and having Cassie really ensure that the mother feels confident in her breastfeeding and intro to solid foods really creates a balanced 
coaching environment. So that's how we broke down the business um, because it really played into both of our skills and what we wanted to do in order to impact the world. So that's how we did well, it. it that's, no, I think that's wonderful because you're right. Like there are two completely different things mm-hmm. when you, you think about it and then working together like you on that end with the mom pregnancy mm-hmm. and then Cassie on the other end after mom has baby. That's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty genius, I have to say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. So, so tell me about how, I guess when I think about like maternal nutrition for you, Michaela, is probably pretty easy to do virtually. Um, do you see everybody like face-to-face through like Zoom or how do you kind of do your virtual practice? Yeah. So Zoom is the main platform for sure. And, um, but we also actually offer email coaching. So it's a very, it's a simplified, somebody is looking for guidance, but doesn't want such, um, face, like doesn't need as much, um, help to get to their goals. They're really more Mm -hmm. just trying to make sure that they're doing the right thing. However, the right thing for them. Um, but then the Zoom calls is when somebody is looking for more accountability and and is just looking for a deeper level of guidance for the maternal nutrition aspect. So that's so okay. Zoom, yeah, is usually what we use. What you use. And then um, Cassie, are you using that as well? Because I think about lactation is probably a little bit more tricky. Yes. Um, so that, I feel yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about that. So that was like one of the things. And actually, um, <laughs> in the time we got the, we were in the course for like the CLC, they talked about, they're like, yeah, we heard about some people doing virtual stuff, but I don't know if I ever, like, I don't know how you could actually do that because it's like difficult, like to actually like see the latch. And so, um, that's been something that I've definitely focused a lot on. So we do the zoom call, um, and we talk, if I need to assess a latch, we either, um, depending on the connection, because sometimes that is like a really big factor, we'd either, um, see if we can get a good, so we, we definitely rely on a partner or whoever is there to kind of help out. Um, but to basically get all the right angles, you know, like how your best yeah. friend gets all your right angles, taking a pic. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> or we would have them take a, um, a video. And then, so this also comes into effect for the email. So they would take a video of, um, essentially, um, getting into the latch and then, um, the whole breastfeeding session or even just a a snippet of the breastfeeding session and kind of see like what's going on, uh, especially any, if there's any problem areas, if um, like the the infants tucking their chin or if they start to kind of like lean one way or, you know, those kinds of things and um, getting all that in there. And that also allows me to like kind of (laughs) not in like a weird way, but like zoom in and like check out what's going on and um, rewatch it in case I miss something. And so, um, that's kind of been like the biggest asset because we've been able to, um, it's, it's there for them to see it's there for them. So once it's recorded, we can o- almost go over that with them as well and say like, check this out. This mm-hmm. is what is going on. And, um, so that's been super helpful. So the zoom, but also just video recording, um, the latch session is really, really helpful as well. That's fascinating. I think that's, I guess like I think about if I, if I would ever become a mother that I would love to be able to do it 
both ways, just even right. like maternal health, instead of having to go to the, go to, yes. you know, go to your doctor's appointments right. and then go see the dietitian and then go exactly. do this and then go see the lactate. <laughs> like, I would just love to be able to sit in my house and be like, okay, I can see my dietitian for exactly. maternal health and I can see my dietitian for lactate and I don't have to leave my home. Mm-hmm. And then exactly. a, big, a big thing for us with the virtual, um, the, the virtual uh, platform is that, you know, moms are going through a lot. They're going through a lot of emotional things are going through physical things they are going through pressures they're going through everyone's telling them what to do and google is confusing and all these different things and being able to be in the comfort of your own home is at least one comfort you know so while they're talking to us they feel comfortable because you know they're not going to feel like they're getting a good coaching session if they feel uncomfortable and not at ease so that was a big that was a big component for us as well Absolutely. Now I do have to ask this question because I've thought of this in other scenarios, but do you have moms that say, hey, have you ever had a baby before? Like, do they kind of interview you too? Because they're kind of wanting to know if they're, that you're a good fit to work with. Cassie, you want to go? Sure. <laughs> so yeah, we definitely get that um, a lot actually. And, um, and not even necessarily from, from moms. We get it a lot from our family members as well. And it's like one of those where it's like, guys, come on, like you're supposed to be in our, you know, in our corner. Right. Um, It's definitely one of those things where we kind of had to um, be very confident in ourselves, confident in our knowledge. Um, And one of the things that we like to kind of compare is like, people have male gynecologists, people have male Mm -hmm. like OBGYNs, all that. Um, And it doesn't, you know, just because, so we, neither one of us have had children. Um, but mm-hmm. just because we haven't had that experience, um, doesn't mean we don't have the knowledge, um, or, um, we're not able to help them. And I think it's almost, um, I guess a, it becomes more of a relationship as opposed to, um, your typical clinical interaction, because, um, we tell the moms, you know, you're an expert of yourself. No one else is an expert of you. No one else can tell you, you know, what you're feeling or what you're thinking during these times. So we're here to help you navigate this. Um, but we really rely on you while you are relying on us. So it becomes more of like a relationship and it becomes, um, they're able to trust us. We can trust them. And it just, um, kind of takes a little bit of pressure off. And so we find that, um, for people who aren't, you know, we definitely have had people that are like, well, you're not moms. And they just, they kind of, they don't end up working with us, but for the ones that do, um, they really feel as though it's, it's just so much more than just nutrition or nutrition counseling, maternal or infant lactation counseling, all of that. It just, it becomes, um, a community, a, a relationship. Um, it's like, we're like, you know, we're in their corners. We're like their sure. sisters. Um, yeah. we had one say like, it's like, we're having like, it's like my baby has like a second mom. Aww. is what one of our clients said and it like sticks like out to me forever i will literally like <laughs> oh, that's so on great. My forehead. it's so cute but yeah <laughs> Michaela, just, have you had any experience with that mm-hmm. oh yes this is going to be cassie and my problem until we have a baby One <laughs> this will be our forever problem and um but no, I will not be having a baby just for to my business. Darn it. Yes, right? no. <laughs> when you but could. I, but. Right. Um, what I, what it comes down for me, and Cassie and I talk about this all the time. We are not selling ourselves as a mom that you can look to. We're selling ourselves as, and we are 
want to support you as as support as connection as and as community and we can give support through all of the knowledge that we have gained through our we have uh, our lactation counselor and we're really working on to get the consultant as well as the connection Cassie and I are totally emotionally based people and empathetic people and that is how we want to help our clients and then when in regards to community we have a growing Facebook community on um, for mama's maternal health and having that community of moms and people who have either are going through stages of fertility or maybe their kid is five years old they are cr- are creating connections so we are not we are not sitting here saying we are moms this is how you can be a mom we're saying this is support, this is connection, and this is community. And this is how you're going to be feeling confident throughout your pregnancy. So Bad. that's how that's how we support ourselves. <laughs> that's you know, that's chills, great. Michaela. I get chills when she talks about it sometimes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I think as dietitians, you know, you always there's always people second guessing you at some point in your career, oh, yeah. no matter what yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're just mm-hmm. in a really tough area just because I mean mom stuff is mom stuff is serious business, right? Mm-hmm. Like it is a and I love that you take that approach of we're we just want to be part of your community and we just want to support mm-hmm. you. And how can anybody think that's not awesome? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we think. Too. And I also feel like there are, s- I'm, not, I'm not trying to talk badly about anybody, any medical provider, but I just feel like even if there was a mom, dietitian, entrepreneur, it doesn't mean that they would be better. And that's just the end of the, like, at the end of the day, we just need to present ourselves in the most loving and supportive way. And that's all we can do, you know? So, I don't think that like Cassie and I are always just saying being genuine about who we are because this is our career and we just want to love ourselves and our career as much as we want to love others. So just being genuine, you know, so. Yes. Well, I can definitely feel how genuine you both are in this conversation (laughs) for sure. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Uh, So what is your business kind of, you know, when you think about um, patient load and how everything's going and what it, what do you want to kind of to look like in the future? You kind of have a Facebook community group. You're doing awesome stuff on Instagram. I mean, lots of great, good content. Uh, Michaela, maybe share with me what the future looks like for your business. Sure. So we are currently, uh, of course, this is social media era, right? So we um, want to be just constantly creating um, valuable content for moms, regardless if they're working for us or not, just because we want to keep creating this trust and a bond that we are always there for you no matter what. So we have, um, we're on Pinterest and we have lots of infographics, like easy to read infographics about, um, pregnancy, postpartum, breastfeeding, that sort of thing. Uh, we have a private Facebook group. So that's, at a, that's about 50 moms right now that, um, just share and connect with their experiences. We are able to post blogs and we write about, Cassie does a lot of the blog writing about three a week. And, um, then we have, like you said, Instagram, which I'm on a lot. And we are just so excited to see the growth in, in the world of mom care because there's just not a lot of it. And we just mm-hmm. love to see um, the awareness and understanding. Like we see a lot of posts. There's actually more postnatal nutrition than there is prenatal because it's more of a, I want to look a certain way. Like I lose the baby mm-hmm. fat. Whereas mm-hmm. we are so invested in the impact, which is um, feeding yourself from a loving way prenatally so that your baby 
will live more healthily in the future. So having we, we really are excited to have more impact in the prenatal nutrition area. Um, so just to, you know, keep continuing to uh, create positive content for our viewers that really is helpful to them and um, just creating our mama community as that's all my wishes for. So. And Cassie, you're, that's a lot of blogs, girl. Three a yeah. week. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. I, and I do, I tend to do them all on the weekends too. So, um, I just like, I, I found it like I used to do, I used to do, this was like back, like over the summer when I was like, we got to get the content rolling. Like I did a blog post five days a week, every single day, one a day, kind of exhausting. But so what I've done now <laughs> is I think over this weekend, I wrote about five total between Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Cause I, um, Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had some time to do that. So I just, you know, sat down and took those days to really just get in that creative space. And that's really, really helped me to be able to just focus in. And I was talking to Michaela about this the other day. I tend to be, um, what I call like an information hoarder. (laughs) So (laughs) I like, and I get all the updates. Like I'm in the women's health dietetic practice group. I'm in the, um, pediatric dietetic practice group. Um, and then I get like the daily emails from the Academy and I'm like, Oh, this is an interesting article. And then I like put it in a note that I'm going to come back to later and all this stuff. And so I have all this information. So it was almost like sometimes it'll get to the point where I have all of this information and I'm like, I need to write a blog post on this and this and this and this. So it, it really helps to just almost word vomit it all out and just say like, let's <laughs> yeah. here's all of this info. <laughs> let's get it out into the world. And so it's no longer, I mean, it's still in my brain, but it's no longer bouncing around in my brain. Like, write me, write me, write me, write me, write me. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Cassie, what are your, like, what are your office hours? Like, what does a day kind of look like for you? Most normal days with your business. So right now uh, I am still working. I actually work at a, um, it's called eat right silly. Um, and I work through, it's the, the Philadelphia school district. Um, so those are my, I call it my day job. Um, <laughs> so that's, um, seven to two thirty, um, uh, which are great hours, honestly. Um, it's like perfect. Yeah, and I get all this dream day sauce. It's really dreamy. It's great. <laughs> um, and I'm doing that for, for now. Um, and then we, and then I come home and I do, um, you know, do content creation. Um, we'll have, we have a couple days. We like to specify specific days. Um, so usually like Tuesday, Thursdays, or, you know, so depending on, you know, client availability, but we try to keep it to a couple days a week where we sit down and we'll just do like client calls and, um, work on that kind of thing. And then other days, um, I'll do, um, like today we have, you know, the podcast, but then I'll also do, um, either write a post or I'll interact on our Instagram or interact on our Facebook. And, um, I like to do, I started doing a lot more of like into the Pinterest and I do, I use Canva and do a lot of infographic creation. I love Canva. It's like actually the best (laughs) ever (laughs) for creating content. Um, and doing a lot with Pinterest, um, in like the last week, actually I've been doing a ton with Pinterest because you can just, it's, it's algorithm is so, different from that of Instagram and Facebook and that it just is so much more straightforward. It's like, if you post consistently, 
you will get more viewers versus like Instagram. It's just, it's so convoluted that it's just like, Mm -hmm. maybe this person will see it. Um, so I've been really liking that and, um, just like, you know, different things I'll, you know, try and make sure I get a workout in, um, every day or at least four to five times a week. Different. <laughs> um, just beginning. It gets, gets tricky, but yeah, I You're really busy. do. Yes. <laughs> I really like interacting on our Facebook group and the Pinterest. And, um, again, like a lot, I really, really have come into my own with this content creation thing. <laughs> That's great. Michaela, yeah. how about you? What does a day look like for you? Well, mine's a little bit more different, a little more <laughs> unique, but I'm, so I'm a DJ and uh, so that's my other job. And then my dad, he actually has a business himself and it's a silent disco rental business. I don't know if you ever heard of silent disco rental. I have. We have yes. them in Des Moines. They're so fun. Yes. So he <laughs> rents them around the country. So I work on mama's maternal health full time, but I also currently am helping my dad with his silent disco business, but I also am DJing out, DJing on the weekends. So oh my gosh. I, yeah. So that's, that's me. But I you love two DJing. Are so amazing. Fun, so. oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. How did you, how did you get into DJing? DJ? Well, my dad is, so the reason why I have the entrepreneurial bug is that my dad has always been one. So a nine to five job is not normal to me. Like truly mm-hmm. it's, it's just how I didn't, I didn't grow up like it with, with a nor- mm-hmm. whatever. So <laughs> I, my dad has been a DJ his entire like working career. So I started um, helping him when I was like 10, literally. And so it was like my lifelong internship. So it only made sense for <laughs> me to do it myself. So I DJ sure. weddings and like bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs and, you know, birthday parties, all those different kinds of things. So, and that's, it's such a creative like outlet for me. So I yeah. love it. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. See, now I love you both even more. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I mean, I did before, but now just, I love hearing like those other sides of what dietitians do because we're not right. just all doing dietitian stuff like all robots. the time. Yeah. And celery <laughs> yeah. and whole grains. <laughs> celery and whole grain. Cassie likes to be creative and do lots of fun, cool, you know, like graphics and stuff. And yeah. Michaela's a DJ. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, I, I think what you both are doing as a business is fantastic. And I love that, like you said, there isn't a lot of prenatal stuff out there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's a lot of lactation stuff out there either as dietitians. Oh, definitely not. Right. Definitely yes. not I wrote two pieces about it. <laughs> you, Actually. You were, you, didn't, you, didn't you present at Fancy too? Yes, I did. Yes. yes. <laughs> did that go well for your poster session? Yes, it went super well. I connected with a lot of um, other RDs and um, I think, it, you know, kind of connected with them and related to them and that, you know, especially some of the ones that are RDs. And also, um, lactation consultants, I met, you know, the, a lactation consultant for CHOP and she was like, yes, like RDs are not, she's like, I have this whole team of RDs and none of them want to be like, like do lactation stuff. I'm like, come on, like, let's go, you guys. It's infant nutrition. Like it should be, it is our scope in our scope of practice, but it should definitely be something that we emphasize so much more because it's part of the life cycle and it's, it's literally nutrition. Mm-hmm. And it's not only like part of the life cycle, it's literally the beginning of our next generation. Like right? it's like pretty important. And we just yes. are like, 
like it's very important and like the <laughs> genuine intelligence of our population like relies on our infant nutrition and it's just we don't like if when you think about infant nutrition in such a powerful way like that like it's you just stop and you're like whoa like why have i been like what have i even been focusing on like sure. it's just the impact is unreal it's unreal yeah well, and you're it's right. That, like, there's not, and we don't get a lot of that in school. I mean, there's not a lot of that in school. Great. It's not really mm-hmm. like you go over a chapter, mm-hmm. like, okay, well, now you learned it. And now we're good. But practical application and mm-hmm. seeing it in the real world is usually only at WIC and you don't really talk about mm-hmm. any other time. So, yeah, it's interesting. Girl, you are yeah. speaking. You are literally just like, are you reading my thesis? Are you reading my article? <laughs> that's basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's awesome. I love both of your ambition. I love both your energy. I mean, if I will definitely link both of you into the show notes because I think as maybe dietitians listening to this can reach out to you, talk to you about things that you're doing and how you got started and also your education and your um, lactation consultant education, which is very important, as well Mm -hmm. as that maternal health education is something that we need more of. So... Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, now I have to ask you both the hard questions. Okay. Okay. Um, We'll start with Cassie first, and we'll just bounce back and forth to Michaela. So, Cassie, tell me some foods that you enjoy. Oh, my gosh. All of them? No. Um, (laughs) Not not all of them, actually. But I really... So, one of my favorite things is probably tacos, I would say. Mm. Tacos are definitely up there, and... um, so side note, I also make, um, cakes. <laughs> so I really, I really love baking and I love desserts. Like I love them a lot. <laughs> Every oh my food God. Fits. Like, <laughs> you make cakes. So is that like, I yeah. make like a Betty Crocker cake or you bake like oh, no, from no, scratch no, no. cakes? Like, no. awesome cake. <laughs> <laughs> like awesome cakes. Oh my God. Um, no, I definitely, I do gluten-free and dairy-free and sometimes I'll like experiment with some vegan stuff just cause it's halfway there with, with just take out the eggs. Sure. Um, and I do, um, like I decorate cakes. I do, I can do like She's very, know, very good. two layer, three layer, two tier, you know, all that stuff. It's fun. It's fun for me. It's my you are creative so outlet. creative. Yes. Oh that gosh. is such a creative outlet. Wow. Thank you. Most people have never called me creative before. So thank you. You are creative. Oh my gosh. Thank, Michaela totally. has made me feel creative. <laughs> <laughs> She's happy. So we're perfect for each other. <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right, Michaela, what's your food that foods. you enjoy? I really like a good pad Thai food. Mm-hmm. Really like Thai food. Yes, yes, yes. And um, what else? I, I enjoy Cassie's tacos specifically because her tacos, <laughs> she has really good guac and salsa. And mm. um, I really like a green smoothie. I know that's very dietitian, but I really like a green smoothie. So there we go. There you go. Well, that could be, that's the next question. So what beverages do you enjoy? So Michaela, green smoothie would be <laughs> one of them. <laughs> any, any other beverages that you enjoy? If we're going into the adult beverage realm, I do like a hard apple <laughs> cider. I really like mm. hard apple ciders. What's and your it's also favorite brand? Free. Yeah. Um, do you have I, a favorite brand? I like um, uh, Angry Orchard. Yes. Angry Orchard is my fave. Um, but good. what else? I, I really like seltzer, seltzer water, like just mm-hmm. a little bit of bubbly. Very good. Go. <laughs> um, all right. So beverages. I have a couple, I guess. So in the non-adult beverage category, <laughs> obviously like water, but um, kombucha and chai tea oh, would be like kombucha. my 
Kombucha. Michaela really got me into kombucha, so I'm going to give her credit for that one, too. Um, (laughs) That's your list, Michaela. That's your list. (laughs) Um, Chai tea. And then for adult beverages, I like a really, I do like a good uh, red, red wine. And then um, I also really like uh, Angry Orchard Pear Cider. Oh, yeah, that one is good. good. (laughs) It's a good one. (laughs) Um, Michaela, do you have any scents or smells that you enjoy? I love the smell of apples. I really love the smell of apples. Like my favorite candle is the apple one. It's it's in my room right now. Oh. Apples. Um, I also really like um anything that could, like the scent of baked goods. That's those are my mm. scents. Mm. Mm-hmm. Flowers, no. Mm-mm. Has to no be flowers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Cassie. <laughs> So <laughs> I really like, so I have like my diffuser, which also Michaela got me into. <laughs> um, but so I really like to diffuse um, rose and lavender, but I also really like a good salted caramel candle. Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's delicious. Yeah. Essential oils are awesome. I right? They are. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michaela, you're mm-hmm. up now. I'm trying to like... I'm like getting mesmerized by salted caramel candles. Right? <laughs> what type I'm of sitting at my desk right now? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, what type? Of, since you're a DJ, this is a great question. What kind of music do you enjoy? Oh well, um, I'm a Zumba instructor, also. So oh my God. Latin music, Latin music <laughs> is like love it, love it, love it, love it. Cassie and I, we um, studied abroad a couple times to to practice Spanish, and like we we studied Spanish for about five years. And I, we both love Latin music, like with a big L-O-V-E, big time. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. a good, good answer. Cassie, yeah. how about you? Yeah. So I really, that's one of the one, things we like bonded over was like the Latin music, but um, definitely like some good Latin music, some good salsa to like move your hips to. Um, <laughs> And then I guess like on like the regular basis, I would probably just listen to, I'm not as like musically diverse as Michaela is. Uh, she like knows all of them and like gets mad at me when I don't know like songs that I should know. <laughs> listen, listen, not mad. I just, you know, it's just a moment to educate, you know? Yes. 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 So I have gotten, I've gone through like music school, like crazy, <laughs> but um, I probably would just listen to like outside of usually I just like play my music for my phone, which is usually Latin music. Um, but like, or just like, you know, today's hits pop. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> trying to, try to stay hip and cool. On what's, right. What's exactly. Better. I know. I like have such a tendency to like <laughs> fall Lose out of track. Like, what's going on. Who's oh, me to, too. Who's who? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and Michaela, what brings you joy in life? Oh, um, building relationships in every form. Friendship, like loving, um, all of relationships are like the, what I hold dearest to me. I love just, yes. Relationship is just really beautiful to me. Well, it's a great mm-hmm. answer. Cassie, mm-hmm. you have to follow that up now. <laughs> I know I was going to say one, I'm going to cry. <laughs> She's like, 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 what am I going to say to that? <laughs> oh God. Okay. So what brings me joy in life? Yes. Um, Wow. I mean, I like simple things. I really like, like I've been really starting to really like getting into like nature and just being outside and being one with myself and one with nature. And I know that sounds really like hippy dippy, but, (laughs) but then also I, I really like sharing 
knowledge and you know like i believe knowledge is power but like it's only power unless you're able to share it so i really like sharing knowledge oh, that was that's good. a really good answer too well done well i have absolutely enjoyed getting to know you both better and having this conversation was so fun it's always you never know what's going to happen on a two yes. three person podcast so you right. guys I love it. Oh, oh, thank yay. you. Wow. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for inviting us. us. Yes. Thanks for being on. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with the ladies of Mama's Maternal Health. If you're interested in what they do or how they're doing it, please go over to the show notes and connect with them through email and their website. Remember to be great always, find the join each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.